0: This pod is brought to you by a special promotion at Waterfront Comics. Right
1: now, get 60% off select Marvel graphic novels while supplies last. For you San Francisco 49ers and Star Wars fans, get your Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle, and the Child Pop figures from the lovable John at Waterfront Comics through January 7th. Mention a Movie Pal's at the time of purchase for an additional 10% off all non-sales items. Waterfront
2: Comics is located at 609 Main Street, Sassoon City, California open every day from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And if you can't go in person, Waterfront Comics does do ship to home via their email, waterfrontcomics at gmail.com. Hey everybody, this is James. And Marco. And Nabeel. And this is the Movie Pals Podcast, podcast number 89. Today we're going to be just doing a double feature review of the new Wonder Woman 1984 and
1: the new Pixar animated
2: film, Soul.
1: Yeah, it's like you're in the movie theaters, but you know, you're not. You're at home. And the there's double only feature, a double feature at home, back to back. Yeah. so two different streaming services as well.
2: Well, sir. Well, you can see this if you're outside the United States in theaters, apparently. Yes. Uh, before we get into that, though, we do have a special guest with us today uh the we have uh, kind of a recurring uh host i guess or guest it's uh michael parkham
3: welcome back Hello. Mikey. thanks for having me yeah of welcome course. back welcome we mikey. were trying
2: to talk to mikey before the uh, pod even started we i wasn't sure the last one we did with you i think we want to say it was the shazam bonus episode number two or one i forgot
0: yeah i think that was number oh, one bonus ones yeah, yeah. Bonus i don't bonus like number one yeah, that number might two was number the, one. Number two
4: was the. Let's see. War. I feel
2: like he, we. I still. I feel like then it might have been the fiftieth uh, one after the fact. Then maybe it and was last was, year. I
3: don't remember, man. Was the fiftieth one when you had like multiple guests? Yeah, we, that was we had for a that few. One. Yeah, we, uh, we had that was beer the one by happened. um, by Rustwater
0: also.
2: Yeah, we had uh uh Men in Black International and um, something. <laughs> it was two. What the fuck was the other one? It's all blurting now, guys.
3: Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah,
0: that one.
2: Yeah, what was it? Men in Black International and...
0: Obviously, we forgot what it was. Yeah, it probably wasn't important. Oh, or X-Men Apocalypse. Yes, X-Men yeah. Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah there we go. The
1: reason why we forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I forgot about that it. movie. So.
2: Brings back better memories for me. No, um, yeah, <laughs> both pretty forgettable, truth be told, but so looking into this now we are like I said we're going to be going over the two movies here we think that's you know I know you guys probably want to know what we've been watching but um, truthfully you won't know until probably about February because we have some episodes lined up so yep just ask us Fa- follow us on social media and you'll yeah. <laughs> alright so uh, without further ado guys let's get into our first review of Wonder Woman 1984
4: this world is not yet ready for all that you will do Your time will come, Diana. And everything will be different.
1: Citizens of the world! I'm here
4: to change your life. Anything you want. Anything you dream of, you can have it. You look like you saw a ghost. Diana, look at you. It's like not one day
2: has passed. I don't want to be like anyone. I want to be an apex predator.
1: You've always had everything, while people like me have had nothing. Well, now
4: it's my turn.
0: Okay, so Wonder Woman 1984 was just released on Christmas Day 2020. It's got a Rotten Tomato score of 65%. So let's rewind to the 1980s as Wonder Woman's next big screen adventure finds her facing two all-new foes, Max Lord and the Cheetah. And I don't know why the Bill's wearing leopard print right now, but, you know, it's fine. (laughs) He actually painted his – he brought back his cat's outfit. (laughs) 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 Meow.
1: He's like I painted scary. my
2: noi- I painted my noises. Look at me.
0: <laughs> Purr. Uh, this one's directed uh, by Patty Jenkins again, who also did Monster in two thousand three, and it stars Gal Gadot returning as Diana Prince or Wonder Woman, as you may know her. Chris Pine uh, re- reprises his role as Steve Trevor. Kristen Wiig as Barbara Minerva or Cheetah, and Pedro Pascal as Maxwell Lord. So just real quick, we're gonna do you know, our, our usual thing where we just talk about it non spoilers and then we'll have a spoiler alert to in case you haven't seen the movie. So we're just gonna start non spoiler right now for those of you who haven't seen the movie. So let's get into it. Um Nabil Yay or Nay. What did you think about this one?
1: I, I, a soft yay. I, I liked it. It was okay. There was there was a lot wrong with the movie, but Yeah. Did I, did I think it was the worst DC film I've ever seen? No. Yeah. So, yay from that standpoint. <laughs> okay, very brief, but I like it. All right. Let's go
0: with our guest now. Mikey, what did you think about this movie? Yay or nay?
3: Mm, uh, it's going to be a nay for me. I mean, I'm on the border. Of, like, maybe you would like this if you just like superhero movies, but in general, I didn't really enjoy a lot of aspects of this one, so
0: real quick not none to interrupt did nabil and and Mike did you guys watch the first one before watching the second one? Did you go back and I, watch it?
3: I did, yeah, I watched okay. it directly before I watched the second one okay, oh, cool or yeah. I did
0: too. I'm assuming James did that too. no, I did not oh,
3: okay, I've seen the
2: first one so many fucking times, dude so yeah. I'm like I'm, I'm yeah, good. same, but it's fresh in my mind too anyway, okay, so. you're knocking out a lot of other. Movies, but we're not less, You know, we're not supposed to talk about <laughs> what we've been watching.
0: So, <laughs> so, so a soft nay for you, Mikey.
3: Yeah, I mean, I would I like the first one. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was the you know what everybody like Everybody thought it was really, really good. I thought it was good. I just didn't think it was the best one ever. But that being said, this one, yeah, not my cup of tea for the most part. There was a couple oh. things I liked about it, but for the most part,
0: no. Nah. Understandable. Uh, what about you, James? Yeah or nay? It's a hard nay for me, boys.
2: Um, (laughs) Oh, shit. Which blows my mind because, like, I really wanted to like this movie. I really liked the first movie. I thought it was really well done, well written. And this one is, like, the complete opposite of that. It's just, like, we take two steps forward with a good Aquaman and a good fucking. um Fucking other movie came out. Birds of Prey. Shazam. Shazam. Shazam, Birds of Prey. All those were fun. Isn't that crazy? Birds of Prey came out this year. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Shit. Holy shit. What?
2: Yeah. And then, you oh, know wow. I know the Joker has nothing to do with this, but you know, just another step stone for DC to be like, hey, we're kicking ass now, and then then we take 17 steps back with this movie. So I mean, I don't know. Which is weird. So uh, <laughs> we'll get into it more, obviously, but yeah. oh man, this was this was really bad. So
0: Yeah. So I guess it's down to me. I'm I'm gonna split the vote here. It's a it's a very, very very soft yay for me and that's purely out of entertainment value and for like the love of the character that i have of of wonder woman aside from that yeah i agree with what you guys said i i felt it felt it fell short and it was very disappointing and just like you james i wanted to love this movie i was really looking forward to it especially because it was going to come out on hbo max could watch it in the comfort of my own home Upgraded the surround sound and everything, was ready for it, and man, it just missed its mark. I, I I felt like this movie tried to do a lot of things, and because of that, it was just a, a jumbled mess for the most part. But it, it wasn't without some charm. Like I get what it was trying to do, but at, at the same time, it, even though it didn't hit its mark, I, I still appreciated it for what it was trying to do. But yeah, it at least it's in some aspects it it can be fun. I mean, if you're I mean, if you're throwing back a couple of drinks, it it, it can be kind of entertaining for you. I'm not gonna lie. So. I
2: mean,
3: but that's any movie though, right? Right. <laughs> <In> any movie, <laughs> I mean, true. true. It's
2: true horror film. Not like a tentpole fucking DC film. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So. Uh, to
3: kind yeah. of touch on what Marco said though, like I talked to my sister and her boyfriend, and they really enjoyed the movie. Not really into like you know this kind of movie in general but they watched it because hey it's pandemic right yeah you gotta watch everything and they really enjoyed it they said it was you, really fun Mikey uh,
0: chiming in on that or piggybacking on that m- moreover um I know a lot of people that like this movie and I was like what that are saying that they like this movie more than the first one and that was kind of shocking to me and I'm wondering like we're we're all movie enthusiasts like obviously like me James and Bill, like we've fucking review movies so we watch a lot of them and i'm wondering if it has to do with that mike and maybe they're not because they haven't seen that much or aren't aware that streaming services are offering a lot of fucking new movies in 2020 maybe because of that they were just wowed by the fact that they were watching a new movie from this year i don't know but uh, yeah
2: i guess that could be like people maybe these are the same people that have only watched like five movies all year, kind of thing. Like, yeah, I mean I yeah. haven't
0: seen a movie in a while, so right. it's kinda of weird. And because this one carries a big name, they're like, Oh, I gotta watch that one. So, okay, or, let's go over I
2: mean it could be that or I mean, you know, you can do pretty hardcore drugs in Oregon now, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> let's go over what two.
0: what we what we did like, what did work. Nabil, what are your what are your thoughts overall on the story and, and what worked here for you?
1: Well so if the plot anything. is yeah, I mean, like the plot is very thin. So that's, I think, part of the issue. And I know we're going to dissect a bit of the plot here. So I want to hear some other pe- people's inputs and kind of piggyback over that. But um, what I what I really thought worked, I enjoyed the chemistry between Gal Gadot and Chris Pine. I thought th- those were the mm-hmm. scenes that kind of kept me interested. Mostly Chris Pine and his wonderment of, you know, being in the 80s. And finding it surprising, I actually found those kind of comedic. Uh, you see some of those older films that try to do that, uh, where you yeah, know, it's a kind of a fish out of water situation. But I actually kind of enjoyed this the way that Chris Pine was was portraying that, and it seemed seemed kind of genuine in a way of like if somebody really was from a different time period, you know, trying. Yeah, to you can tell questions. that they
0: were building off that chemistry from the first one. Yeah, so sure. so
1: that I think worked well. Um, Pedro Pascal near the end of the film. His villain, Maxwell Lord, worked okay. Well, I won't even say the end. Probably more like the (laughs) middle of the film. Uh, Beginning and end, not so much. Um, But his character, I did end up liking his character more near the end of the film. Um, And, I mean, that's, like, really it. There was a couple good action scenes when they happened, but far and few between. So there was also that. That, I think, was an issue for the film as a superhero movie that I think I can personally recall being thrilled about, like, two fight scenes. You yeah. know, I feel like that was the entirety of the action in the film. So
0: isn't it crazy yeah. that this movie is 30 minutes longer than the original and there's less there's less action?
1: Yeah, and, and That's I think, insane, you know, man. there's not a lot you would think that if they were doing that there'd be a lot more background story for her. You know, it's just something to fill in because they can explain more about her origin or something. You get that intro in the movie which I really liked. Um, and then once you start getting into quote modern Yeah, but what
0: did that accomplish?
2: I mean, I think it a, accomplishes like, hey, you can't take the fast route to do things, right? Thus, her relationship with Steve Trevor. I think that's kind of what. It yeah, means. Uh, yeah, but it—that's basically it I mean, what it is. Actually. I mean, that's also yeah, all yeah. of
1: Maxwell Lord's whole premise, right, about the fast, the easy way. So, but yeah, l- I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a world more. Let's let's build off of uh, Mikey. What about you and your uh, what What were your thoughts on the plot
3: overall? I mean, the plots it's really basic. Uh, there's, there's not a lot to it really. And the characters try to do something with it. And I don't feel like they really did anything with it. I did not like that. They brought uh, Steve Trevor back. I, I didn't like that aspect of things. They kind of just did like a role reversal. The first one, Wonder Woman didn't know anything about the world. And now he doesn't know anything about the world. So they kind of like, they already did yeah. it. Right. So like, didn't really like, and I was What's expecting sequel, more nostalgia. Mikey? Maybe you'll I like guess? it again. I don't know. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, 80s I was alive in the 80s so I kind of remember some of that stuff and I didn't get a lot of the nostalgia like the yeah, throwback to that stuff like I do in some of the other movies so I didn't like that whole part of it really Um the only thing because Mikey really there's, it, there's a yeah.
0: fine line between charm and cringe
4: yeah
2: and I, I mean I know you guys liked it probably better but this was really cringe with the timeline of the 80s I don't it didn't yeah. even need to be in the 80s to, tri- to be told no yeah. there was no real
1: reason for it to be in the 80s yeah, so I, I
3: feel like they just forced the 80s like you guys were saying here. So that's I got the same kind of vibe from it. And the only thing that really saved it for me is Cheetah. I think uh, the Barbara Cheetah storyline or her character. I think that was really like the the one thing I really kind of attached to. I liked her arc and I liked the way she kind of it just yeah. seemed kind of realistic how her character would really do it. So I kind of like that aspect. But other than that, I didn't really like too much of the storyline.
0: What about you, James? So we. S-
2: <laughs> I wish you guys could see me. I've just been grabbing my face and just like. Face up here. Like, I <laughs> fucking. This plot is dog shit. It's an easy way out. It's poor writing. We watched a movie about a guy that's, you know, finds something, wishes upon it, and gets his wildest dreams and realizes that, hey, maybe this is not what I really want. And But enough about Aladdin. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984, right? I don't know. I didn't I mean, yeah, it's from the comics, but I mean Max Lord is not like this in the comics. He has an ability where he's a you know, psychic and he can manipulate people to do what he wants and I guess Which why <sighs> didn't they just do that? I don't know. I don't know. And I mean it, truthfully, yeah. why did they make Cheetah I mean, no offense to Chris Wigg, like should have been a woman of color. Just saying, but I guess we're gonna whitewash that too. But yeah. um so I didn't like Chris Wigg's character. I didn't like Barbara Minerva's character, Mikey. I mean, I, mean, I fucking Batman Forever did it, too, with uh, <laughs> fucking Ridley, right? Same character. Um, I just kept... I mean, fuck, man. This whole thing feels like it should have came out in, like, 1998. Like, I was like, yeah, oh. Yeah, you,
0: you got some Schumacher vibes, right? Yeah, I big did. time. I mean,
2: yeah. I started even getting Superman 3 and 4 vibes.
1: Well, I'm not sure why uh, they even did two two villains again. Like they they keep trying to shove in. More I know.
2: Villains. I I have a feeling they did Cheetah because Gal Gadot needs to fight someone physically.
1: Sorry, well, Wonder I think Woman. Cheetah is fine to have her. Like she's she's like her big villain in the comics. So like to
2: a point, but I don't think she would have been big enough for. I mean, for what this plot was, though. I mean, right. they would have been totally. But they could have
1: focused more on her and her relationship yeah. with Cheetah, and then their you know, yeah. nemesis essentially being head to head all the time, like building on that versus having to it's mostly a B story of Maxwell Lord, you know? Yeah. But that's a the A story here. And
2: Cheetah's the B story. I guess. Yeah, right. It was just and,
0: and I, I agree. Uh, Nabil, I thought that Cheetah was going to end up, I thought it was a bait and switch and Cheetah was going to end up being the A story. But I, I guess, you know, we I, got thought, we, I didn't know what, what we were in the trailer.
2: And I guess I, I, for me personally, I just, the pacing is all off in this movie. It's crazy because, yeah. um, the first movie had really great pacing for a pretty decently long film and I t- I know I talked to you Marco about it. I I think Patty Jenkins should not maybe touch the screenplay for the next one. But that was like her requirement for this one cuz she didn't or, write anything for the first one least, and I think at least it shows. have someone
0: there a co-writer to kind of translate your ideas. Have someone there yeah. like, "Oh, I get what you're trying to say, but how about you we do it this way." As much as you Something might like, like
2: that. F- not find it, but it's like, you know, Zack Snyder was pretty heavily involved with the screenplay on the first one too and
0: Yeah. Maybe you bring
3: But it also the wasn't there a few reports that that said that like, WB like stepped in and changed the ending and that kind of stuff. Uh, so for it the might first be something movie, like that to happen.
2: For the first movie apparently. Oh was it the she first She wanted one? a different ending or some shit like okay. that. For this one she got everything she wanted and it shells. So yeah, okay. the, you
0: know, she she got a blank check because of the success of the first one and everything and I, I understand Yeah, that, look, pretty much Hey, and you don't you don't she, have to you know but you don't have to play guitar and sing at the same time. Like you can, you know, it's, there are plenty <laughs> There's of directors. other people
2: you could use, but I mean, I, there are plenty I just, of directors
0: out there that, that don't write yeah. their own material and, and do great. David Fincher is one of them. I mean, George Lucas can't write to save his life either, but you know, no, not at he knows all. How to write I story. mean,
2: I, I almost thought he wrote the dialogue for this movie. because it was <laughs> <dog shoot too. laughs> So I was like, whew, I could not get into any emotional scenes in this movie at all. Uh, Every emotional man. scene was so poorly written and so cliched. Uh, it was just that's where i was with the cringe marco or like, or, the, or the payoff wasn't Slums really came. there
0: because of the cringe moments. Yeah. Uh, so I don't even
2: Yeah, no i'm just i'm sorry i'm just yeah. going on a tangent here No like, no no that's, that's I don't fine. I don't know if it was on purpose at times because they're trying to be like oh it's like an 80s thing but like there's only like a really big vibe of that in the first 15 minutes after that it gets kind of to the point of everything you know. So I mean, and I was telling you guys before, like you can do that if it's consistent throughout the movie, but if it's only in a section of a movie and then the rest is has is totally different, that's just really fucking confusing. So it is, yeah. It's almost like it was directed by like two different people. Like, were these reshoots? What the fuck is this? So yeah, that's all.
0: Uh, for for me, see, I saw a movie about an early 20th century war veteran that's transported into modern times, and has to sacrifice an old friend that's come back from the dead in order to save Washington DC and the world but enough about captain america the winter soldier um i i mean dude captain
2: america winter soldier knows how to run
0: correctly no at least. yeah no i mean it 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 it's almost
2: <laughs> not like a fucking Scooby Doo cartoon where they're <laughs> over a cliff <laughs> <laughs>
4: no i was like whoa
0: like because wonder woman is essentially supposed to be like dc's captain america in their universe for the most part i mean she's a war veteran from an earlier war gets you know transported into modern times in this case she lives through all that but it's like we don't necessarily have to follow the same steps like just freaking do another original story like it would have been better with just one fucking villain like don't don't bring in two either either choose maxwell lord or choose barbara minerva i mean you could have done
2: both if it was just written better
0: yeah like i we're james and i were talking this morning and uh because man it was just fresh in our minds and i i talked about how why didn't they just set up cheetah for the next movie like have barbara minerva i think that would have been diana prince's like her her friend and stuff throughout the entire movie she's helping her and stuff and if they're using the stupid fucking genie rock the whole time she you see her getting her powers more and more don't turn her into a cgi cheetah at the end just just have her freaking you know you know grow her powers and diana prince does something that is not right with minerva like it 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 crosses her the wrong way like it's not within her morals or something like that and that's how they they like break ties or something like that and then boom we have cheetah set up for the next fucking movie you know, I mean, like, Doctor Strange did it. You know, they set up that one other villain who was just cool with Doctor... Spoilers for Doctor Strange, by the way, sorry. Like, you know, he was cool with, you know, Doctor Strange the whole time. And at the end, he's like, whoa, you crossed the line, bro. We're we're done. It would have been very fucking easy to do in this movie. It was right there, and they just sort of, like, missed it completely.
2: Or, or I, just pull, like, a Terrence Howard, and he just looks up at the thing and he says, next time. And it just never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we'll just just bringing a younger <laughs> actress to play, Cheetah, because let's face it, Kristen Wiig. Is she on the wrong side of 40, man? That's
0: <laughs> no, I mean, it was fine. It's fine. I think... I, I'm telling I think you, DC's anything, got an issue where written. they keep getting people that are
2: too fucking old, man. Like, I guess we're not going to worry about three movies with this character. Yeah. She's going to be 60 years old before we fucking know it. I mean, <laughs> Especially the way finally, that these movies come out, fucking Green Lantern. We finally out it with Batman. We
0: finally cast someone young enough. It's like cool, exactly that's what I mean. Get- Let's keep it
2: to that kind of stuff. But I'm like, that's just nitpicking it. I'm just, I just hate yeah. this fucking movie.
0: I, I just wish that they could have handled the tone better too. Because yeah, that that whole mall scene in the 80s, which if you haven't seen the movie, you can watch like the five minute preview for free on YouTube. By the way, Let's go watch that scene, and tell me that isn't cringy. You have like the fucking bad guy like yelling no, and it's just like the shittiest fucking line ever. <laughs> I'm like, is this a rough take? Did they keep this? You're you're shitting me, right? Oh, I, of- I saw another <laughs> podcast real like release that clip early, like our our boys' opinionated podcast. Check them out and i and and dude was saying like this is this isn't real right this is part of the gag reel right and i was looking at it and i'm like no they're going to fix like, this, this up
2: I was like this is where the, they do that thing in the theater where they tell you to be quiet with your phones where she says like the shush right i'm like oh okay yeah no in the movie
0: <laughs> i i still disagree that that whole beginning sequence at Themiscara didn't belong there like the the very first movie we're in Themiscara because it's building the character of wonder woman we're, we're seeing like where her like upbringing is what what her standards what her morals are what lines she'll cross and what she won't how she was raised etc and it's it's a very like powerful moment because we see her learn like how like naive and how blind she was raised compared to like being out in the real world and it helps her grow her character this beginning sequence does absolutely nothing like it like why didn't if it was supposed to show like the 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 parallels between like taking the easy route and using the stone just fucking use the stone in the flashback then connect those two dots like have her use the stone to cheat and win the fucking it tournament
2: it would have been cool and then it, or like a mention of the armor too i'd say yeah
0: like not just make, like or-
4: why, why not story? just? We talked armor.
0: about this too. Why? Why not just make the armor be the thing that she's after because of yeah. its powers that it can bring or something like that? Just don't. Cause make she had it, it a wrapped in newspaper stone.
2: next to her computer. Okay, fucking relax, Marco. <laughs> just just <laughs> okay? there. He's like, "What's this? Oh, a convenient plot point. That's what it is. Yeah. Just like this, Chet became invisible.
0: Uh, Steve. Steve Trevor wasn't necessary. It wasn't necessary to bring him back. And if so, oh. like they could have done that like so much better. I'll I'll say more on the spoilers in regards to that, but uh, yeah, it's kind of creepy. I, I like the chemistry, it. yeah, but there were there was just something missing there, and yeah, the the switcheroo where he's the fish out of water in this one instead of her, it it would have worked better if maybe just it it took place in modern times. Why just do the '80s then? Just make it take place in modern times, and I think that that yeah. would have probably landed better too. You know? and
2: I mean, you kind of already know what's going to happen to him by the end, because I'm like, "Wait, this is the '80s." And... Exactly. Exactly. So, he's um,
0: so... not in Batman versus Superman. Oh, yeah, or in Justice <laughs> League, and it's like the, it ruined the stakes because of that. You know what exactly. I mean? The whole I ain't thing talking was... about no T-bones or ribeyes either. I'm I mean,
2: talking... <laughs> Max, if you think about it, and I mean, more casual viewers won't think of how dumb this plot is. Like, you already know it's going to be okay. There ain't no Empire yeah. Strikes Back moment in here because you've seen Man of Steel, right? Yeah,
0: so you so, would just we, get yeah. great beer. That's all. Well, I, th- I think yeah, we we've gone to everything with what worked and what didn't work. I I think we're ready for spoilers. Let's let's go right into it. Just if you haven't seen the movie, hit pause. Go put on HBO Max or borrow someone's login. You know, waste two hours and a half of your life, or you know, enjoy it. If this is your cup of your cup of tea, if not, we're going to spoilers, baby. Okay, so the the whole romance thing and Steve Trevor fucking dying, that whole scene with, with him like saying, like, sacrifice me while all the shit's happening around them had, like, no impact at no, all. It, it was so random. It was in a random situation. I'm like, do you guys not see what the fuck's going on around you? Yeah. And they're having this conversation, and it was just... A mix of tones versus what happened in the first movie, where he's like trying to like beat the clock and trying to like do the right thing, and she's in the middle of a fight. And the way it was filmed was so perfect in the first movie when they're saying goodbye. And in this movie, it's just like it's it's just a fucking mess.
1: I don't know. It It was it was after a big battle too, so they go through all that, and and then you know the. I wasn't really sure why there was so much chaos going on right there. Yeah. That that really doesn't clear to me out exactly what everything was happening. Because
2: everybody was getting their wishes and their but, fucking, but the, he nukes hadn't, were, the nukes were coming. And yeah, shit, the nukes so.
1: were coming, but he hadn't actually gotten to the point with the wishes yet. Uh, so I was like, "Wait, why is this all happening?" Yeah,
2: all but I think they're on the news or some shit. Yeah, there's a lot of like, but you, you're saying like you, it was kind of weird. There's a lot of
1: like, if you miss this one scene, you miss a lot of. The yeah, plot. you yeah, kind of yeah, miss she, everything. Exactly. And so like all of a sudden, all this is happening, and he's she's got to go, and he, you know, uh, Steve like, Trevor telling him, him, yeah, telling her what she needs what, to do, what, and it's they're both emotional, <laughs> but I don't feel anything. But that whole moment, yeah, wouldn't it yeah. have been
0: better if if they're going together to fight Maxwell Lord and Cheetahs there? And she's just getting, and Wonder Woman's just getting fucking owned. And Steve's like, you got to let me go. Like, it would have been better in that scene because she's powerless. She's losing her power. She's about to die. And he's like, no, I got to, you know, I I, got to go. Like, yeah, yeah, it would have been kind of similar to the first movie. But it would have been more impactful, at least, rather than taken in the middle of the fucking street with chaos going around everywhere. she had had to do that, though, because the
2: guy gets his body back, I think. (laughs) <laughs> and then, like, you wouldn't want them in the middle of a thing, like, what the fuck am I doing here? Where hey, we've got to fight these motherfuckers. Come on.
4: <laughs>
2: so, uh, uh, Which well, might be the how chaos, they kind of cleared that up holes.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah. about the
3: chaos. So, they do kind of go into a little bit. You kind of got to pay attention, like James was saying. But, like, they, the one scene where they're, like, flying by and the guy's like, well, I got to get my cows. Like... And then, like, in the middle of the sheet, but he's like, I didn't know it was going to be right here. So, he, I mean, Max is going to basically screw everybody over with their wishes. Kind of like that evil genie kind of thing, right? So, he's just been yeah, it's another everybody That's scheme. why it's chaos. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's part of it, at least. All right.
0: Oh, man. It, yeah. It just, it, yeah. It just didn't land for, for me or I, I don't think for any of us, really. But at least the action that we got, the minimal action that we got was pretty good. I just yeah. felt like in this movie they were pulling their punches, like they just didn't want Wonder Woman to be violent for some reason. I'm like, she's a fucking superhero, like she's fighting the the you know the security guards and everything like that, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to hurt you and stuff, and it's like, dude, everybody knows that you don't have to voice that out. Just fucking fight, just do your thing, can do your fucking mission. You when when fucking Batman's beating the shit out of Commissioner Gordon's men in the Dark Knight, he's not apologizing when he's doing it. He's just fucking doing it because he's got to do it. You know, who cares what the reason well, is?
1: Even the yeah. fight with her and the Cheetah, like, it seemed like she wasn't really, like, like she wasn't going all out, kind of like when she was with Ares in the last The film. CG could not handle it. Yeah. In some <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. That could be. That's
2: some of the sh- worst CG I've ever seen. I don't way. know. I don't, you and know, at some why point, shot at night, the baby. it's shot in a night. It's a time shot. They That's commonly used in uh, action films to hide. Bad CGI. Sub, subpar CG. The effects yes. kind of thing. Yeah.
1: And uh,
0: something Jurassic Park three should have done, but hey,
1: the film felt like the <laughs> they film felt like times. it was like a, a kind of like a HBO Max film, like a streaming film versus like a big blockbuster too. At some points when they showed it, I'm like, this doesn't. I'm not feeling the big action blockbuster film. I'm feeling like this is just kind of like a high budget, you know, streaming film at some at some points of the film. And and like even just to mention too, because I thought this was this was weird, is that at the end of the fight with her and Cheetah, I thought she killed her. <laughs> and me too, like, and then she just backed yeah, up. And I was like, lying. guess we're not She's explaining like, that shit. Yeah, I was cool. like, I was kind of worried. I was like, so is she like, did she go too far? Is that what we were saying?
3: <laughs> so, why didn't Wonder Woman get shot? Is, is she, she like right? immune She's to electricity? She's invincible, I like, think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just, Mikey, I asked the same Doomsday fucking question. I was like, what? What? <laughs> And she can, mm-hmm. fly I mean, too? you see like, her swing from oh, yeah.
0: lightning, the but that flying. doesn't explain why she's not electrocuted.
3: Right. Yeah. It's, that makes I, no there's,
0: fucking guys, sense. Guys, there's, there's
2: a lot of plot holes in this She movie, can okay? fly now, <laughs> no, but, she, let, but oh. she can't fly during Batman versus hole. Superman, though. She can just yeah, like, leap. You let's yeah, let's, let's get into that. Flying, but she can't fly. Dude, but she can fly she, here. Took, she took the airline because she was sponsored, okay, bro?
0: Yeah.
4: Relax, Bill.
0: Yeah, so she didn't fly that. She didn't fly Justice League either and uh does nobody else remember what the fuck happened in 1984 that's what I when you, the man. Said?
1: well i feel like, like that's going to be cleared up in like the third film i'm sure because there's a green light already a third film The
0: bill there would have been an easy fix when you renounce your wish it it wipes your memory but then easy. she'd never remember
2: right? trevor though
0: and then yeah the emotional so that
2: things that, like, would be except
0: know. for her it wouldn't affect her because she's from themiscara like everyone else who's just like a oh. regular being would wipe their memory and stuff. And it would make things awkward the next day at work with fucking Minerva. Like, James James and I were talking about that earlier, too. It's like, I'm wow, I'm telling you right gonna... now,
2: it, it's weird. The guy, like, let's talk about this. Steve Trevor, the body she took over. I mean, what a
0: weird premise
2: to that is weird. roll with this for such a, this type of film. She's like, literally with another person. She's with another dude. They're sleeping together, you know. Yeah. She <laughs> just sees weird. Trevor. So but... the guy she's raping, I'm sorry, Trevor... <laughs> <laughs> um So, like, we don't even know, like, what is, like, this guy loses his job or some shit? Is he coming back? Is he, like, oh man, this is, is he, is he in the upside down? Like, he can see everything going on and shit? Like, right. Who right. Who knows? I don't know. Like, we're just going to roll with that. They're like, oh. And then Diana was cool with this. Like, she was just going to be like, we can do this forever. This is fine. We'll figure it out. Yeah.
0: If only, yeah, oh, okay. If only it would have just. Like hinted that the stone itself was corrupting her in some way too, to kind of see like that's why she was okay with it. She's but, like, yeah, you know, no, it's fine, but no, I'm okay. And then it there's like... a total stranger that only I can see Steve's face on. Everyone else sees the real dude. Okay.
2: Yeah, and it's like terrible CG in this movie. That Egypt scene, the green screen is coming. The only bright scene, by the way, in the whole movie, outside <laughs> of uh the White House scene, but that's a set. So I mean, and then we, <sighs> fuck man, that that flying scene is. Just...
3: Oh, the, the flying scene was really bad. The flying
1: scene, I almost was like, I think I'm done. And
2: it um, kind of remind
1: me almost like of Superman, but not as good. Yeah, but Nabil, it's 2020, homie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah.
3: And
2: we're not talking Man of Steel, because Man mm-hmm. of Steel's flying looked good. Mm-hmm. And that was
3: true. Was I in mean, still when that came out? Well, I'm not it, even have been the look of the flying. I'm talking yeah, about if, just the flying. Like, I guess general, she's trying to right? learn. Yeah, I guess she's My, trying I'm to learn. I'm talking about the whole but, thing. Yeah. But
0: let, let it improve throughout the movie to where she's like, okay, I got this. You know what I mean? Uh, like don't make don't leave it shitty the entire time. I mean,
2: I just saw <laughs> Superman in 4K, the remaster of the original one and the flying looked better.
0: Oh, me too. But right now. I, I yeah. Like
2: Cuz this flying looked like I was like, "Oh my god, they put fucking Gal Gadot on a fucking some strings are like make flying moves and shit. I don't know, fucking make it. Look they could kind of,
0: have uh, shown scenes from Superman and be like, "Hey, watch Christopher Christopher Reeve and do that." That's kind of how he got the role, by the way, is because yeah, he was the only one that made flying look realistic. So,
2: or show him an animated film at this point. Anything?
0: A photo of a bird, maybe. Photo.
2: <laughs> Something. <laughs>
1: Flap your wings. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this movie's fucking terrible. Sorry, I want to burn my fucking eyes right now. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, I. I see Did you guys like the cameo at the end that just like hey, out of we'll nowhere. Sure. Suppose supposedly we were supposed Ooh. to know was her because the eyes on the uh, uh, I, I forgot the, the name of the, the being. Asteria. Asteria. Yeah. When they sh- when they do a close up on Asteria's eyes, you're supposed to tell that that's she just like, fucking
2: winks. She's like, I've been doing yeah. this for a while. I was like, fucking kill me, please. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, why did I watch this after Soul? So,
0: <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah.
2: I was like, man, and in the ninth strong here. And I was like, oh, damn, no. I get it. Linda Carter's in it, but please don't do that again as a scene after the fact, Patty Jenkins. You, you insert that somewhere in the middle of the movie. That's where the cameo role is. Yeah, something like that. But it's fine, it's cool, whatever. I mean it's done
0: so uh, i mean there, there are some good aspects i mean gal gadot does the as good as she can with what she has and there's some you know i guess some pretty decent action sequences i'm starting so that's to think, about it
2: i yeah she just takes me out of it man the way her acting is i guess in this one
1: I have to agree. I wasn't really a big fan of, of her acting. I wasn't a film. fan
2: at all. Like, dude, it's, she's struggling with, like, saying the word. I'm like, I can tell this is not natural for her to say this. And that's why I'm telling you to build, like, those emotional scenes yeah. come off as comical because it's just like, she's definitely... Her demeanor was conspiracy. fine.
1: Like, I, I could yeah, blame no, I as agree. Wonder Woman. Yeah. But, yeah, when she was trying to belch out the lines, I was like, this... A lot of it, the only time I ever felt like really with it is when she was just normal inside the uh, whatever, the Smithsonian. As, yeah, was actually, okay. those
2: are her best parts. And right. then, but when she was I a superhero, too much. I just I felt like, like, not
0: so much. You know, she's from their mascara, and I was like, okay, it makes sense, you know.
2: I was like, everyone has a different accent there for some reason. It's just a way to get around yeah, this, I guess. All so. Right. But for the main character, I think in this one, I didn't have a problem with it in the last movie or even any of her other roles. But this one it was like stuck out to me like fucking huge cuz I guess she has a lot more emotion in this.
0: I mean she, or she's trying more to range, do yeah. more emotional scenes in this one and uh, my my neighbor's dog is saying that it's because the script kind of sucked. That's why. I agree oh, with. I him. mean,
1: well, I'm wondering my, if it had anything to do with the delays because I know they pushed it up for other reasons too, but it was this film it's was delayed it kept, three times.
2: It kept hitting like areas where they were going to uh, compete against another big movie. We should have just yeah,
1: but I mean really that so might mean right. something, right? If they didn't even feel confident enough that it could even hold its own against another bigger movie, they knew it was bad because <laughs> this was supposed. To, this nah, is still a big I mean, film, especially since the first one did really well.
2: Are you talking about just Warner Brothers doesn't know how to release films? Yeah, <laughs> I mean that—that's it too. I, I mean, yeah. apparently they just announced they're going to release a bunch of movies and didn't even run it by the people first.
4: Oh, I so. Saw that.
0: Yes, <laughs> so obviously they don't know what uh, the fuck yeah. they're doing. <laughs> All right, so reeling it back, it sounds like James, you probably wouldn't recommend this one. I mean,
2: um, I'm trying to. Th- I mean, it, I guess it'd be for the people that haven't seen a movie in a while. If this is like your, your one, like you're saying, Marco, like you haven't yeah. like been in the whole vibe of like, hey, I, I don't, I, I don't know why I'm paying fifteen dollars a month for Netflix, but I just have it kind of vibe. I guess, Dude, yeah, go for it.
0: People in other countries um, are paying 30 dollars. $30. They have to rent it because there's no HBO Max in some countries.
2: Yeah, I would never pay thirty dollars for this just just pirate it if you have to if you're hearing uh, us from another country other than
0: that yeah no i would say no what uh, what about you mikey yeah
3: not good <laughs> skip it wouldn't do it <laughs> I mean, Mikey might get shirt off I mean, <laughs> he, he <laughs> wrote underneath wonder woman <laughs> <laughs> crossed off on his I chest i mean if you have hbo max you're going to see it for free and you got nothing else to watch why not but other than that kind of scenario don't watch it mikey's
0: like watch the canceled wb project that's <laughs> that? free
2: on youtube <laughs> just rewatch batman v superman okay yeah uh, what,
1: what about you nibble i mean i it's not it's not something that i'd say is a must see but if you're just casually watching a film and you've got hbo max it, is it worth a watch like yeah give it a watch especially if you like wonder woman but, but if you're expecting it to be like on the level of like a marvel superhero film or maybe one of the the larger dc films it's it's not at that you you might just find some some part of the film that you might enjoy and you move on from it forget about it
0: i say like uh like you or mikey if you're if if you have hbo max check it out if you're a completionist and want to see every dc universe movie go for it if you're a fan of wonder woman go for it don't watch the first movie before this one because it'll fucking ruin it for you guaranteed (laughs) because i did and i was like fuck i just saw like a really great movie and now i gotta watch this but yeah i mean Still, you know, check it out because I I still have hope for DC and I, I want them to do well. I want them to continue to just you know get it right finally. So, you know, give it a shot, just especially if that, th- it that Batman. Yeah, especially <laughs> if it's not going to cost you anything extra, go for it. So, how does this compare to other DC universe films for you guys?
1: Oh God, it's not it's not very high. <laughs> it's pretty low. <laughs> uh,
0: above or below
4: Suicide Squad?
0: Below for I, me, I below. Suicide Squad had
1: a yeah. fire
2: ass soundtrack at least. <laughs> <laughs> like There's more That's action. They'll listen to that, that bitch. Uh, Margot like Robbie's
0: hunka a scene. Cool. Is that why? Okay.
2: I like Jared Leto,
0: so
3: it'd definitely be below for me. I liked Suicide Squad. That was good.
2: Yeah, I think for me this is the. If we're we're just talking about DC, uh, uh, DC Universe ones, right? Just yes, like yeah. yeah. Contacts, right? Yeah, this is the worst
0: one. Man. I would say, you know what? Yeah, I'd say the, I'd say Suicide Squad is slightly above, especially the uh, the extended version.
2: I yeah. mean, Suicide Squad has people I like at least. I'm like, okay,
0: that's true. Yeah, I would I would say this one's probably on the lower tier. I can't believe I'm saying that. I didn't want to, but yeah, it's fucking true. I actually didn't mind Suicide Squad, so I didn't either. I, I think we all watched that together, right? Yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah. And yeah.
2: Bill's like, no.
0: Just i think we're we're bumping the soundtrack too the whole time even even yeah. during the movie people were telling us to shut the fuck up
2: yeah we yeah. were those guys that were on our phones <laughs> looking through our shit and people were like hi sorry we're trying to watch a movie and we turn around like would you shut the fuck up
0: <laughs> but uh but yeah that's that's our review guys for wonder woman 1984 go ahead and check it out if you know buyer beware you may or may not like it. I mean, some people have been enjoying it. Obviously, it's kind of a split decision between us four right now. So that's kind of where you stand. You know, it still has a fairly decent Rotten Tomato score at sixty five percent, which I'm pretty surprised about, to be honest.
2: Can I can I say one thing? People are are defending this film like they defended um, the last two Star Wars movies. That's the vibe I'm getting a lot from this. Like a lot of people are getting kind of nasty about it. So I mean, hey, I'm happy for you if you like the movie. Yeah, it just wasn't for half of us and kind of half of us. I guess I don't really know. No, Bill and Marco. Oh, yeah, but, look, not everyone's um, gonna have
0: a, a home run and, and w- with their movies yeah. and stuff. I'm still excited for Patty Jenkins being she. She got greenlit for the third one, so hopefully yeah. they yeah. fine tune the writing a little bit more. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited for her to do Rogue Squadron still. You know, I'm a little worried now. I I still have faith because I mean everybody has like a sophomore slump at some point every director has had like some you know movie that was Dude, her sophomore was movie split. was
2: wonder woman we talking about?
0: <laughs> yeah true okay yeah all you know, right I mean, so maybe it's the Wars third one all right third yeah. Third third one's not a charm yeah but i mean she she has two home runs already so i i still have hope you know this one just didn't hit who knows me i mean we don't know how long she's she's known that she was going to do rogue squadron I mean, maybe she she found out midway. and She was like, "Fuck! I got to rush this fucker. Let's hurry it up." I don't know.
2: No, you know? I mean she's gonna come out with Cleopatra first, so. Gosh, yeah. Film.
0: So yeah, it's on HBO Max, or <laughs> okay. if you're in another country and you don't have HBO Max, you can rent it on some streaming service, or go to the theater.
2: What. It's open in theaters too. Yeah, in if you're in an area where it's safe to go to the movie theaters,
0: you know, check it out. Yeah. See, see if it's uh, your cup of tea.
2: Uh, awesome. Let's move on to our next review of the Pixar film
1: Soul. Music is all I think about. From the moment I wake up in the morning to the moment I fall asleep at night. I was born to play. It's my reason for living.
4: Hello? What the... i oh, done! Holy! Oh, this!
2: Hmm, this weird. It counts off. There's a soul missing.
0: Is this heaven? No.
2: Is it H E
4: double hockey sticks?
2: Hell? 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 Quiet coyotes!
1: <laughs> no. It's the great before. This is where new souls
4: get their personalities and interest before they go to Earth. Here we are. Don't worry,
2: you can't crush a soul here. That's what life on Earth is for.
1: All right, Soul is uh, currently rated at 97% Rotten Tomatoes. This is on uh, Disney Plus and of, of course also in theaters. It stars, uh, or sorry, the summary is a musician who has lost his passion for music and is transported out of his body and must find his way back with the help of an infant soul learning about herself. It's directed by Pete Docter, who also did Monsters, Inc. in 2001, Up, 2009, Inside Out, back in 2015, and also Camp Powers. This is starring Jamie Foxx as Joe, Tina Fey as 22, Graham Norton as Moonwind, Felicia Rashad as Libba, who is Joe's mom. donnell Rawlings as Dez, Questlove as Curly and Angela Bassett as Dorothea. All right, as a guest of honor, Mikey, let's get some of your thoughts. What do you think about this film? Yay or
3: nay? I liked it a lot actually. So it'd be a yay for me. Uh, you know, it's it's a Pixar film. If you like Pixar films, you're going to like this one too, I think. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. That was really good. Uh, Storyline was cool. The Pixar animations always good, so can't really go wrong. Can't with Can't go two. wrong, yeah. <laughs> Sounds. Good. What
1: about you, James? What did you think?
2: Yay or nay? Uh, yay, strong nay. Uh, yay on this. No, strong yay, not nay. Um, really good. Just like Mikey said, it's it's a Pixar movie. I don't know. The Last three movies they've dealt with death in all three of them. And or maybe next one, and happened. Get away from that a little bit. <laughs> Tired of crying every time I watch these fucking movies. So, um, I really liked it. I thought it was really heartwarming. Um really good animation um i i don't think it's as good as onward in my opinion because that one resonated with me a little bit stronger than this one but i think this movie has a beautiful message and i think it's something that young and old they'll they'll see something good about this one so um yeah all right
1: what about you marco what did you think
0: i'm gonna say it's a hard yay I really love this say movie. No, suddenly, he's like, hey. <laughs> "No, he's like Wonder
1: I, Woman for the win. Get the fuck
0: out of here!" And?
4: Yeah,
0: I'm actually I'm glad I saw this movie after Wonder Woman. I saw both of these movies with family. We we had you know everything set up and stuff. We had the whole movie theater experience. We had popcorn. We had candy. I grabbed a guy randomly from the street so he can talk during the movie and have a cell phone oh, yeah. on. Just you know to give it real you know a realistic experience and all. I like that. I like yeah. that so
2: sticky floors you spilled soda that like, no yeah keep dude it, it's keep like everybody
0: it. just a little bit on the floor come on let's go so you know but uh i i loved it i loved uh the performances were great i thought i went in completely blind i didn't watch the trailer didn't look at the cast or anything so it was nice to see jamie fox is finally back to doing like a good movie again because he's had quite a few misses recently we'll so there. yeah Yeah, so I was actually powers was tight, bro. (laughs) I still need to check it out. I was pleasantly surprised. Tina Fey did great as twenty-two. Also, Uh, everyone else's supporting cast did good. Animation, like James said, was just fucking superb. I mean, it's Pixar. I
2: didn't know that was Tina Fey, by the way.
0: I didn't know. I didn't look that up. She
2: sounded different. Yeah, I I thought it was someone younger. I was like, oh man. I was trying to guess. This is my second time uh,
0: talking about age during this pod. I swear to God, I'm not like this. (laughs) He's not an an ageist. We swear. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> We're just having a midlife cri- midlife crisis, goddamn it! No, I'm just kidding, but yeah, I I liked, like I said, the animation was just fucking gorgeous, dude. It, yeah. it just looked so good, and the, the overall like theme and, and and plot of the movie, I felt that resonated a lot more with adults. It, it was a little bit less kid friendly, but I was okay with that. I kind of liked the fact that it that it spoke to people. Of our age, of our generation and onward. I mean, maybe some kid. If you're a fucking phenom, you you understood, you know, everything in the movie. But if I was a young kid, like ten or younger, well, I'd say eight or younger, it probably would have gone over my head. But yeah, I mean, would,
2: I think even anyone would like hasn't experienced too much of a life. It would probably go over your head a little. Now. Bit. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't hit as hard for us because we're at that age. We're like, yeah, we had some good times. Exactly. <laughs> I I had trouble. When you're like, twelve or thirteen, you're like.
0: <laughs> i still got plenty of life ahead of me bitch Let's hey, what I, I had trouble it? comparing this one to onward because man that one's very close to my heart too and i fucking enjoyed that movie as well i gave this one just slightly more like of a boost because of the fact that it could resonate with a lot more people though i felt like it, it had to do with with things that are a little bit more relatable than than what specifically happens in onward but yeah it's uh it, it's a fucking fantastic movie in my opinion
1: yeah, so actually I agree with uh, pretty much what you guys are saying as well. I do think that the film was great, but I didn't really agree much with, you know, you guys know that I'm not a big fan of Onward or is not didn't like it as much as you guys. So this film did rank higher than that for me. It actually, I, f- I felt a bit more connected to it and probably for the, the whole reasons of, of what you guys are talking about, the theme on, you know, your older and you're trying to find your way through life still and you don't know what your life's going to be like or what's changing but you still have some some kind of drive to get to the goal that you want to get so and you feel I, you have like a certain purpose like and story. it's not
0: just working out
1: <laughs> yeah you haven't found the purpose but you know that there is a purpose there so yeah yeah you know, and in his, his case it's music so i i did really like that and honestly i really Enjoyed the animation this this particular film reminded me a lot and probably because of the directors But it reminded me a lot like uh, inside out and I really like that kind of colorful animation that they had in it where it wasn't just it, it doesn't seem too uh, Realistic, but also it it is very very realistic. I don't know. It's just I, I liked all the colors the, the that they put in this film made it look very vibrant um, as it did, like an in Inside Out, and that really um, was a draw to me as well. I think I just like that that overall aesthetic they had for it. So, Mikey, let's go back to you. Let's talk about the plot. What did you, What did you think about the story? Did the story itself resonate with you? What What worked well for you here? Well,
3: yeah, I mean, it's just a guy trying to figure himself out. Yeah, I mean, I think anybody can really. Uh, well, Marco was kind of saying maybe a younger crowd, maybe not attached to it a little bit more, but uh, anybody that's kind of lived a little bit of life can kind of feel the same or connect to that story um, so I thought they portrayed that pretty well um, even from the kid aspect I mean the you know the kids souls that come through and the one that's you know obviously I don't want to spoil some stuff here um, so but that aspect of things too 22 that character it does hit someone like that wonder as well like experiencing things for the first time and and you know it kind of hits the other side of things hey this person's experienced a lot of stuff and still figuring things out and the other person, has also experienced stuff from like other people's point of view and they're experiencing things for themselves for the first time. So you kind of hit a little bit of both aspects. Hey, I'm older and don't know, still don't know what to do and I'm yeah. younger and don't know what to do. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that hitting both aspects like that was actually a really nice kind of thing to kind of experience. So, yeah.
1: What about uh did you see did you have anything that you thought didn't work out very well?
3: Uh actually no. I actually thought, I mean, the one creeper guy that was like counting the the people, yeah, and, like, that, that was kind of weird. But other than that, I mean, I I pretty much liked almost everything about this movie. Uh, I liked basic, that dude. Uh, the opposite of Blood and Woman. So, uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was pretty much everything worked for me. Yeah,
1: what about you, James? Uh, what worked well for you?
3: Yeah, I liked the
2: uh, the plot. I thought the uh, animation was really good. Um, Jamie Fox is really good too. Tina Fey, she's getting a lot of fucking hate by the way for this movie. Is she really? Yeah. Check out that Twitter, Bill. That's a lot of of people trying to cancel this movie too. Uh, Cancel culture. Kind of love it. Wow. Graham Norton is Moonwind, by the way. Fucking funny. I like Graham Norton. When I heard him in it, I was like,
1: "That's Graham Norton. That's awesome." Yeah,
2: I was like, "Dude, this is kind of cool." Like he he, he's such a random character because he's like fully aware of what's going on, and he's just (laughs) like a hippie, basically. I mean. No offense, hippies it's, or anything.
1: There that whole plot point of, of what they were doing too is like they just wanted to insert something which yeah. was kinda weird, but also it added to it. I thought it was funny, so
2: Yeah, which was cool. Um I, I'll say the thing that I didn't like as much. I actually did wasn't a big fan of the soul world. I wish it was a little bit more colorful. Like it was just kind of the and I get it, they stick to a certain type of colours and then all the um Jerry's and council Jerry's and all the stuff. I don't know why I didn't like the look of that shit too. I wish that was a little bit different, but it worked for me overall. I mean, it. I mean, I get it. They they even say like, "Hey, we're just a construct that makes you like look at us, and you can verify." It and it makes you feel yeah, okay. sort of like and, a
0: throwaway line that they have. But I, uh, I still like. Yeah, that, that I, it was different.
2: I just I wished from from what just from coming even from like Coco and onward, it's just these these movies that blow your mind with like these beautiful vistas and colors and all this shit. And it's, yeah. It takes a bit of a step back on this one for me, on the animation wise, with that. Uh, that that'd that be what I'd say is what didn't work and I wish it was just a, a, like a little bit more interesting in the soul world and truthfully, I'm glad the movie doesn't... I thought the whole movie at that point was going to take place in that and I like that it shifts and then it right. goes back to the real world and the uh, uh, most, I mean, you know, obviously go back and forth. We'll talk about spoilers, but it does. It, it did. Uh, because I, I don't. I, th- I think the trailers were. I think I only saw the teaser trailer, the original one. It doesn't really tell you what the movie is
1: about at all. So they don't. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a bit of a tease.
4: Well, I,
3: like I the that they kind of use that as a tool. Like you don't want to be in that other world, right? So mm-hmm. it's a little bit more basic, a little bit more. Yeah, that way on purpose. So I, that's the way I took it at least.
2: I think the stairway to heaven though is pretty cool. I was like, ooh, ooh. yeah.
1: All right. What about you, Marco?
0: What did you think? What, what I felt? I agree with. Th- with a lot of what these guys said, like a lot of it, the, the whole, the whole concept of, you know, not knowing what you're doing with your life. Like what Mikey brought up, I I could relate a lot to it, especially because it had to do with music. I'm like, like I keep mentioning a hundred times. I'm a huge fan of music and you all know, I recently went back to school and stuff too, to kind of change the direction of my life. And, um, there was a point in my life where I pursued music as a career too and failed. Obviously I'm here. So, you know, that resonated a lot with me, and I was like, yeah, I've been there. when you just kind of like not giving up, and you're like, yeah, I want to go after this. I want to go after this. If It's not working out. That part, I felt, was very relatable. I mean, and everybody, whether it be music or something else, art, you know, what have you, have something that they've tried to pursue, and it didn't really turn out well, or they've stuck with it so long, and finally they're like, hey, maybe I should try something else. So I like that.
2: Dude, I remember
0: in... when uh, Marco was a jazz singer.
2: It was fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was out in the clubs, you know, with my raspy voice. That boys. was a different life. Yeah. yeah. But the animation for the, I like, the okay. Jerry's, I I liked how different it was. I liked how the beyond was different, how it could be interpreted as anything, whether you like believe in heaven or an afterlife or whatever it is. Like the cosmos or anything it, it made it so ambiguous to where like anybody from any belief or any background could like buy into it and be like oh okay cool and the fact that they even had the throwaway line that said oh this is all theoretical anyway you know like just like go with it and the whole look of like the stairway into the like beyond and seeing like how astral it looked i i was like wow that that just looks so stunning even the jump towards Earth I thought was, was pretty awesome. It was so simple and everything, but I thought like the whole, they, they gave it that feel like you're actually like falling onto the planet and it like that. I also really liked the the accountant. <laughs> I he was the funniest, some of the funniest stuff <laughs> in this movie. And there's a scene uh, that I'll, I'll mention in spoilers. It's not really a spoiler, but I'll, I'll wait for spoilers that fucking had me dying. I hadn't laughed this hard in a long time. Oh uh, no, that's a lie. We we recently had like a group party and I was laughing pretty hard, so but still it it brought out a big like lively laugh out of me and I liked it. So the like I said the performances were really good as well. Uh the only thing that didn't really work for me um not much, really. Like I I guess they they left the beyond a little too ambiguous. Like they didn't really explain much of it or didn't really explain too much of the souls, but that that's fine. I, I give it a pass there were, everything else just was so well written so well done so there's not much to not enjoy from this movie
1: i I think I also enjoyed how the story was being told in in the they spent a lot of uh or I should say they spent enough time in in scenes where like when they're on earth and just showing ways to appreciate parts of life and and the yeah. way they kind of illustrated that the the different aspects of it, but then also showing like like kind of what you were saying, James, on the other side with Joe and how he's trying to still figure himself out and he hasn't really done anything. And yet you're also feeling the the amount of pressure that he's feeling in his life on how he's not getting somewhere and then the excitement. Like they I think they spend enough time that you can really relate with both characters um and what they're going through. Um and and it, to me, it helps you actually think about that and realize that sometimes you do need to just kind of stop and appreciate some of the things you might take for granted. And there's like a, a couple of throwaway lines. I wouldn't say throwaway. There's a couple of lines that are thrown that will we bring up with spoilers that kind of reiterate that idea of of things that you know are something we might take for granted and we just don't think about it. And this film does like a really pizza? good job of just like pizza, yeah, <laughs> like you know, just sitting outside and listening to the streets around you, you know, like things like that. Uh, especially with how we are right now in, uh you know, at home essentially, um, where you don't get to experience a lot of that, so you can really see that that stuff that we obviously have all learned to maybe maybe not all of us, but a lot of us have have. Taken for granted before, and now appreciate it even more. Piggybacking on
0: that, that Bill, I felt like soon, but like what you're saying right now with the times we're in, and you know, with all this, you know, not to bring things down or anything with with COVID and the pandemic and being locked in, I felt like this movie was like the perfect movie to release right now towards the end of the year to shine a bit of hope on people and say, hey, you know what? There's there's still plenty to live for in life, and I just felt like because of that heartfelt message, it it just made the movie that much more better, that much more enjoyable. Agreed. for me
1: at least. And honest, honestly, I think we're we're at a good point for spoilers because we're we're all intentionally not saying a lot about the movie because there really isn't much you can say specifically without getting into spoilers. So, if you haven't seen it yet, of course, skip ahead to a, in the timestamp. You'll see it a little further out, so that way we can make sure that we. Uh, don't spoil the film for you but otherwise give it a watch and then uh, come right back we're gonna go into spoilers so what did you guys really think about the whole concept of him being oblivious and then just the the, him just dying and not wanting to die not being ready yet like did you think that that whole premise was a bit weird or that it worked with what they were trying to do and how him, I mean, he essentially died and then found a way to escape his, uh, his, uh, or, or stall his way into heaven, essentially to, to find another way around back.
0: At first it was kind of weird. Like you didn't know where the movie was going to go with this, Be- uh, especially for me, because I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't even watch the, the teaser. Yeah. Really. I, I kind of wanted to go in blind. These last few movies, I've just been trying to just go in and just watch it without watching any trailers. So I was just kind of like, where are they gonna go with this? Because he's dead, and like James said, like I thought it was just gonna take place in like the the whole like Great Beyond, and not go like any further than that. And I I kind of liked how different it made the movie because of that, because it just rips the bandaid right off, and it's like, boom, he's dead, and now he's trying to like get his life back, and it 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 gave that whole feeling of you know life is worth living. There's so many things that you know you need to live for like and and like you were saying to bill like it it showed you what those things were whether it's just sitting down and just enjoying nature or enjoying like some great food or some conversation with friends or even his passion music just enjoying that and i i loved how it merged all those ideas like together and yeah, it, it started off like a little rocky for me, but over like over time, like that that whole concept and everything smoothed out, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Stupid that he wasn't watching where he was going, but you know, it it still worked for me. <laughs>
3: <Right>. <laughs> that's kind of planned too, though, right? Like everybody's looking at a phone nowadays, not really paying attention to what's going on around them. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> opened your eyes, saying, "Hey, you probably <laughs> should pay attention to where you're going." Because I think stuck that's in that that hole, a, right.
1: That's exactly what I was trying to get at. where's where. He was so focused on his life he didn't really think about everything that was around him and obviously uh, suffered because of it and it seems like that's the whole theme yeah. about he's not opening his eyes he's so focused on what's you know what's going on in his world and doesn't really recognize that there's more to this than just what you are driving your whole life towards and He's you know, almost like really... one of
0: those lost souls himself.
1: Yeah. W- uh, was there anything that you guys really thought about the film, as far as like the messaging behind it and the whole central theme about purpose and you know really trying to to find it? And as you guys know, kind of at the end, where there really isn't a purpose, you know, you just find what what works, and then suddenly you know that's it's about living life. You're ready and to
2: earth, you know, like right. enjoying every little minute of it, and it's something that Joe doesn't understand until later mm-hmm. in life, and I think for some people. I think a lot of people get caught up with thinking that they have to live their life a certain way and mm-hmm. to please other people or please themselves. But truthfully, I mean, just waking up every day and being thankful and you know little things like that is kind of like the message to get across. And um, that's what I'd say. I, although I, I do want to say one thing. I think I it does wrap up a little too nicely, right? Because They are like, here, here's your second chance," right? Yeah. I think it actually would have been a little careful if yeah. Joe had died at the end. Yeah, I would have actually
0: thought I kind I of agree it, with that.
2: I think it would have been like he understood it and then hopefully 22 takes that with her life going forward and understands the sacrifice and you know, but you know. Yeah, I thought like
0: it's his gonna new role is going to be but. like being one of the mentors up in the the grave beyond and just helping mm-hmm. other souls like find their spark Same here, and yeah. purpose. So, Same here. I felt like that would yeah, have been like a like. good fit for him now that he had realized like what you said James like what life's meaning really is is to just, you know, find those little moments that that, you know, make you happy. Which speaking of real quick, that scene yeah. that I was talking about was when the accountant like thinks he has Joe right around the corner, and he just takes that guy's fucking soul, and the guy's just fucking yeah. floating there just with his eyes all popping out, and he's just trying to like shove his soul back in. I was fucking dying. I don't know why, but that scene was so funny. Like I had to pause the movie because I so couldn't dark. Stop laughing for five minutes. He was just, <laughs> he was just dead for like two
3: fucking minutes.
1: <laughs> oh man! Screwed oh, that yeah. guy up forever. Yeah,
3: yeah he, he was scarred, scarred for life after with the accountant.
4: <laughs> yeah,
1: his his they little
3: like song in the background was the so guy.
1: stupid too. <laughs> I liked it. What's what scene with the accountant, Mikey?
3: Uh, when they were like, uh, they were like explaining the people that were like out in the distance and kind of lost, and they brought the guy back, and he like jumped into the he's like.
4: <laughs> oh, what are we doing here?
3: Like, I thought that, that scene was awesome in my opinion.
4: Yeah. He
3: just, yeah like, it just like mundane work and
1: it's how they cleared it up It's like, "Oh yeah, don't worry. We we sorted that out." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or how he uh gave himself an award that they asked him to give him because of the good job that he did.
0: <laughs> oh, so dumb.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a cute film. They they did really especially when they're in, you know, the the beyond parts where um there was a lot of comic relief there for sure and whereas in the real world it was a bit, obviously a bit more grounded um what did you think about the, the the music and the jazz i really liked the play of music in this film and and how they kind of put it all together especially with with the character
2: yeah man trent reznor man
1: yeah it was it was really uh really well done i mean angela bassett bassett as uh dorothea too i was like oh all right you know I didn't pretty, expect her to be a small role, by the uh, way, in the film. Yeah, I gotta yeah. say that small much. It, it, the made, music I, itself, a lot of people
2: are making a bigger deal out of it. I'm like, she has like three fucking lines, man. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> they just wanted the name to sell the property, the movie. But um, yeah, I felt like the oh, movie—I yeah, mean, the music itself, jazz, like jazz, is, uh, improvisational music, and life is about like improvising a lot. You know, like there, there really is like. Y- even if you follow like a set of plans or something, at some point you have to like improvise and, uh, you know, be flexible with life and, and in finding like what works for you and what doesn't. So I felt like that kind of helped with, with the whole theme of the movie.
3: Plus it sounded good. It did. That too. <laughs> it yeah. did. Okay. A little dancey. Type uh, and,
1: feet. and one other thing I just wanted to bring up too. I, I really liked the, uh, the scenes with, with the whole lost souls thing. And like I was saying about Graham Norton being there and, He's basically captaining a ship, a pirate ship in the Sea of the yeah. Lost Souls. And, well, yeah. the whole, He's basically uh, high as fuck, that yeah. I that was pretty <laughs> I'm much. just kidding. Yeah, and <laughs> that's how they get to a Zen state is, you know, some of them are meditating, some of them use other things, and they're just kind of in the zone, which is also kind of a weird, weird like I was saying uh, before the spoilers, that weird kind of plot device that they use to say, well, there's another way to see this world, but you have to like, it's basically the euphoric zone that you get into. It's like out-of-body
2: um, experiences, right? It's what they're kind of... Getting it, Yeah, at, right? essentially. Yeah. yeah, it's like when you're vibing. So that that was a so pretty
1: well. neat little way to do it. So overall thoughts? Let's see. Would you, uh, Mikey? What would you recommend this or anything? How do you how do you think it kind of compares to the other Pixar films?
3: Uh, it's pretty high for me. I, I like this movie a lot. I definitely recommend to watch, uh, especially if you have Disney Plus. I mean, like a no brainer at this point. You watch Pixar films, uh, and this one's really good. Uh, there's a couple other Pixar films I'd probably put a hold of it, like that you guys already touched on Onward um i really personally like that movie um i kind of resonate with a lot of the characters myself so that one would probably be above it but this one's pretty high on my list uh definitely you know top tier in my opinion
1: what about you james how would you rank this with the other films
3: pretty pretty much
2: like mikey just said so uh it's high up there it's one of their better movies like i said i still liked onward better overall from this year if we're looking at releases within the year but very solid movie beautiful message I think it's gonna be lost on most younger viewers. I don't think. I think that's one of the things I was gonna talk about too. Was like, I think very young kids might not like this one. It it, it seems like it's aimed at an older crowd. So yeah, but um, I agree. And yeah. like uh, Mikey said, Onward has the D and D vibe. So I mean, we had to, right? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Still a play? Quest, bro. Just kidding. <laughs> Still play um, D&D but yeah, all no, the time.
2: <laughs> solid movie. Probably, probably in the top five or so. 2020 was a
0: good year for Pixar, just
2: not money wise, is what I'm getting at.
0: Yeah.
1: What about
2: you,
0: Marcus? I say this one is a must watch. It's it's up there. It's it's a very solid movie. It's one of my top Pixar movies, probably top three up there. It's it's only slightly. It's pretty much tied with Onward for me because Onward, like that movie, fucking gave me the feels, and I fucking, you know, burst into tears for that one. This one, you know, I got a little teary-eyed, but not I wasn't bawling as much as I was with Onward obviously cuz that one, you know, had more of a personal touch, but I felt like the overall message for this one is is very fitting and perfect for this this time this year. And it's it's definitely a a contender up there for for top movie for me this year. It's it's one of the contenders. Which which is shocking. I didn't expect I I didn't expect that at all at all, but in watching it and thinking about it, I was just like, wow, this movie was just fucking great and perfect to end the year on, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked it more than Onward. I, I don't know if it's, like, one of my all-time favorite Pixar films or in the top five, but it is, it is you know, pretty high up there. But it is a very enjoyable watch, and it, it felt a little different from some of the other ones that they had recently uh, come out with. Just a, a bit more grounded, but also—and a bit more, I guess— you know no pun intended but a bit more soulful <laughs> i guess what it goes with the jazz theme, <laughs> so, so it kind of works that way but um yeah i did i think it uh was a uh, a very good way to cap off the year for pixar as well just just film in particular so great movie awesome okay with that guys that is the end of the
2: podcast there end of uh, both our reviews from wonder woman 1984 and soul so we're going to be uh, ending the pod at this point. Uh, once again, before we do get into our outro here, I just want to say thank you, Mikey, for joining us today. Uh, <laughs> appreciate it. We haven't had, I think you're only our second guest since the pandemic, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Second. Jill yes. was the only it. other one, so yeah. Yeah. So look at that. And every time we have guests, it's for Disney movies. So one of these days we're going to grow up and we'll get somebody in there.
0: <laughs> we're going to break the trend, so. God damn it.
2: Yeah, we're going to throw in a random, like, hey, you got to (laughs) watch this indie film. You still want to do it. So, uh, with that, guys, thank you for listening. Thanks for all the feedback, response, reviews. Uh, Marco, let them know how they can uh, reach us out here. Check us out on
0: Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at MoviePalsPod. And also, if you use Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Stitcher, hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss an episode. Keep talking to us on social media. Keep liking it. Keep suggesting movies, TV shows. We'll listen to you. We promise. Hey, we, we review them on here sometimes. They're hit or misses, but we'll do them. I swear. Scott's honor. Yeah, and we, thank we you every, for... every 007 film for podcast, Yeah. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> we are the 007 podcast. Podcast, as you guys know. Yes. Thank you for all the new followers, too. We've been getting a lot of people following us more on uh, Instagram, the social medias, so we really appreciate it, and to all you new subscribers. Also, haven't mentioned this ever at all. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome, and thank you for giving us a shot. Hopefully, you stick with us in the long run, and yeah, keep rating us and reviewing us.
2: And tune in next time, and by the way, Happy New Year to everyone, because this will be our last pod for this year, for 2020. Happy New Year and end of 2020. Yeah. Happy New Year. Look forward to our next episode, episode 90. We are going to be doing our top 10 films of 2020. So until then, guys, this is James. And Marco. And Nabil And Mikey. Have a good one.